Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So I have something that I have to admit (laughs) out loud. Tell me. I watched The Bachelorette. And it is my guilty pleasure, and (laughs) I have never seen one complete season, ever. Well, you know what? I'm pretty into it. At this point, I'm watching back-to-back seasons of The Bachelorette and The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, and I basically know almost everyone who's ever been on the show. Totally. So while I get some of you may or may not be into the show, that's not really relevant for this particular episode because I'm actually talking about lessons about business that you could get from watching The Bachelorette, which I think is an interesting spin on it. <laughs> Flasha just gives me an excuse to like complain about a few of the contestants. You know? <laughs> so let's kick it off by talking about the controversy that's been happening all of this season. What is it? Tell me. Y'all, everyone hates Luke P. Okay. <laughs> and I know by the time you listen to this, he's probably gotten kicked off the show. I mean, we've We've established that, but there's something to be learned from his behavior, which so bachelor, I, sorry, real quick, bachelorette. This is the one where there's one woman contestant and a lot of dudes. Yes. Right. Okay. So he's one of the dudes. He's one of the dudes. Got and it. He's, okay. But he's standing out as like the worst. Yes. Okay. <laughs> By a long shot guys. Okay. And he is not likable. Which is interesting because I kind of thought the moment I met Luke that he would go on to win the show or marry Hannah or whatever in the very beginning of the season until he got to be a super creeper and not a very nice guy. creeper. But the lesson here about business is thinking of people as allies versus competition. Hmm. So all the men on the show are competing for the love of one woman. And a lot like us, we are going out into the world and we're marketing our business to an audience. 
with the goal of potentially selling to the same person. And while it can be a little awkward, Mm -hmm. that person can fall in love with both of you. Mm -hmm. And when we create allies in our lives and in business, we are aligning ourselves with that other person. And even if we are competing for the same thing, ultimately, not only is it just a more enjoyable experience all around, but we're going to get further. So like, tell us a time, Emily, where you felt like an ally has helped us in business. Well, I was going to say not, I'm sure I could come up with an example for that, but one of my favorite versions of that, that we've used in our business is we have kind of taken the stance that our students knowledge and growth and success in their business, our audience and our students combined is our priority. At the end of the day, like that's our only focus. So no matter what we're providing or what we're putting in front of them, if it achieves that goal, then we win. And so what that has looked like for us from day one is if someone else, a peer, a quote competitor, a colleague, however you want to call it, has that type of knowledge that we can bring in front of our students, Mm -hmm. we're going to do that. And so that looks like bringing people to contribute to our blog, to our podcast, to our summits, who maybe serve the exact same type of person that we are out there serving. But if they have a different take on something, or if they can provide our students and our audience a holistic approach, we're going to love on them and bring them in front of you because at the end of the day, we value your growth in your business over just you learning from us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think that that's so incredibly important. And it it kind of takes me into my next point in that we are in charge of writing our own narrative. For We get to define for the people <laughs> what we want to be known for and what we want to be the expert in. So if you think about it, The Bachelor and Bachelorette has taken on a lot of different kind of faces in society over time. Like when they first started, it was a love story and it was a fairy tale. And it was like so magical to get married on national television. And over time, it's become more sexualized and more, in some cases, demonized. And people have been put down for being on the show and raised up for being on the show. Some people have made careers out of literally just appearing on one episode of this show, which is kind of crazy. So if you're in charge of your narrative and you could change it over time, how would you want to change it? Or what would you want people to think about you or say about you? Mm -hmm. And if you want to like get a little more frisky and like (laughs) shake it up, do it. But if you want to be like prim and proper, that's okay too. Like there's no wrong answer for what you should or can be known for, but you are in charge of deciding what that is. Well, and I think what's really cool when you think about it in the scheme of business, I think that oftentimes we forget that we are in charge of that, that we are in charge of what version of ourselves do we show publicly? What do we show with our clients, with our students, with our audience on social media, et cetera? What version of you is in business? 
And I think that so often we get convinced that the people who we're following or loving or learning from, like that it's 100% them all the time. And sometimes it is, but oftentimes it isn't because it's a it's a way to protect ourselves and it's a way to hold on to some part of our, our identity or things that we like or what we want to do and keep that to ourselves in private. And so you have the power no matter if you're just getting started or wanting to rewrite that story even years into business, you still get to decide that. One of my favorite bloggers that I follow, you guys might be familiar with John and Sherry Petersick from Young House Love. They have a podcast as well. They're amazing. They're awesome on Instagram. And at the beginning of their you know, blogging journey, when they really skyrocketed, they had so many followers, so much engagement, et cetera. They like openly shared about their kids. They had one child at the time. Now they have two, but they shared their faces and their names and everything. And just as they kind of grew up in the social media age and as their business expanded and as just culture shifts on social media and online, they decided to stop talking about their children. They stopped talking about them and their first names. They stopped sharing their faces on Instagram Now, that doesn't mean you can't scroll all the way back and find some pictures of their kids or their names on their blog or whatever. But one day they just decided that that was something they wanted to start keeping for themselves. And so for those of us who've known them for a really long time, we know a little bit more about them than maybe new followers. But I just share that in the sense of like, you get to decide any day how much you want to give or take. Right. And I mean, sometimes it's for your own protection and sometimes it's... I mean, it could be a season that you're in. Like, Mm -hmm. for instance, when I was in a car accident a couple of years ago, Emily and I had to make several strategic decisions throughout that whole time of how much do we want to share about your recovery Mm -hmm. and how much Mm -hmm. do we want to talk about the fact that you've had a brain injury and yet we're selling our knowledge online. Like, There's a lot to be said about that, but you are the one making the decision. and you could be all out there and all on the line or hold back. And sometimes mm-hmm. my kind of philosophy is I'm all about vulnerability once you have the scar. Mm-hmm. But like if you're still bleeding, yeah. like now is not the time. And so no. I think that is a good lesson in general about when and when not to share, but totally take it for what it is. Now, when and when not to share, I think it's interesting that The Bachelorette over time has intentionally made themselves controversial. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people do this in business too, and you will find, I would say, almost always that the bigger the business, the more controversial they are. Mm -hmm. on purpose. Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite business tactics. They tend to take stances that are seen in the public eye as maybe against the grain Mm -hmm. and or even not even like against the grain, but just taking a stance at all. Like sometimes that in and of itself is against the grain. I mean, Hannah went on public television and said, I've had sex and Jesus still loves me. So (laughs) the fact that you could say that on public television and then I have that clip has been repeated. I cannot. That (laughs) clip has been repeated no less than millions of times. I've never heard it and never thought that sentence would be said on our podcast. <laughs> you know what? It has been said and it it is all over the internet. But the interesting part about controversy that I think 
we sometimes overlook is that it can be used as a tactic to grow. Because when you are super aligned one way or another, mm-hmm. whether the topic is actually controversial or not, which is right. interesting, if you are just super like, this is how I think about things, or this is yeah. my stance on X, Y, Z, it oftentimes will attract and repel people. Mm-hmm. But it can also be a interesting way for you to get press without going out and getting it yourself. Well, and there's also just the like, you know, the have to watch a train wreck kind of things. Like there are some people who absolutely disagree with you or your mindset or your beliefs or whatever. There are plenty of people I follow where I'm like, you are a lunatic for thinking that, but you're also super fun to follow because like you speak up for yourself and you talk about things and like you make it known or whatever. And sometimes those people are just really great to have in your arsenal of friends or followers or whatever, because I think sometimes they help me get the confidence to state what I believe in and what I, you know, want to talk about and say, even if it's not what they agree with. Right. And so I think, you know, Emily does this all of the time, in my opinion, on her, (laughs) probably more so on her personal feed than she does on ours. But she talks a lot about raising a black daughter and like Mm -hmm. what does that mean as a white woman and like how to not be a white savior and Mm -hmm. like if you want to be uncomfortable (laughs) and if you want to talk about controversial issues emily is all there for all the time Mm -hmm. all the time (laughs) i want to let's have an episode of just like normal things that everyone loves that you hate i want to do that that'll be fun I mean, I'll write it down. Write it down. Normal things that you hate. Yeah. Like everyone loves, you know, like lemonade or whatever, and you hate it or something like that. Like everyone loves the Beatles and I fucking hate the Beatles. Do you really hate the Beatles? Yeah, that's a fact. Get out of here with that. Overrated. I can't wait to see the movie, though, about the guy who wrote the Beatles songs app. Anyway. (laughs) I mean, you can't really interrupt this show because we're talking about the fucking bachelorette and business. Like, there's no real, there's no real train to stay on with this. But I feel like I've been a little bit controversial too, in just a different way. Like, I'm pushing people to think more about the food they're bringing into their homes and the products they're using and what they're eating and how often they're moving their body and like no more excuses and like (laughs) you gotta just keep going and so I think there's a lot of different ways to do this but yeah honestly it's probably out of all the my lessons and takeaways from The Bachelorette, it's probably going to be your best one in terms Mm -hmm. of a growth vehicle, right? Yeah, for sure. And so taking a stance on something, just having an opinion and voicing it, like literally could be about anything. And it doesn't even have to be about business or it doesn't have to be related to your business. No, like for the longest, we were just super vocal about our love for burritos. Like it was not controversial at all, unless you hate burritos, then get out of here. But like it just became a thing, right? And it was Mm -hmm. talked about and shared and it was just a stance on something. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? 
I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. The next thing that I think y'all are thinking or not thinking about is your opportunity to promote yourself in advance, utilizing sneak peeks in a really, really unique way. So I think when we're talking about launching or going out into any sort of promotion, we have a tendency to wait until the day something happens before we talk about it. I, I would say a lot of times it's out of procrastination because we're just not freaking prepared. <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, that's happening tomorrow. 
But if you look at like what's going on with The Bachelorette, they are literally dripping mm-hmm. out sneak peeks for oftentimes episodes that are not happening for three, four, five weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. And they're using them as clips and promos to get you to watch the series. I think the last season of The Bachelor, they had him jump in that gate since practically day one of them starting. And you're like, when is he going to fucking jump the gate? Like what is happening? And you kept waiting for that moment. So I know this season, the moment is when Hannah basically tells Luke Pete he's an asshole and sends him on his way has been the moment they've been playing on repeat all of this season. But you get to decide what moments are you going to put on repeat and share as sneak peeks that like get people wanting more and get people like paying attention. Yeah. I think so often we just downplay everything we're doing or we only talk about it once and we move on. Well, because like, like, listen, I get it. I, you know, having a personal feed and a business feed, it, you know, brings me to the like slight imposter syndrome whenever I'm posting on my personal feed about like, does anyone actually care about this? And I feel like all of us feel that way, right? There's a big, big name blogger. There's a blog called Chris Loves Julia and Julia Markham runs their Instagram account. They just bought a new house and she was sharing about paint colors. And it was an interesting dynamic because she had just found a painter who could start the next day. So within like a couple of hours, she needed to pick her wall color and trim color for like a really big part of her house. So she was going on stories and like walking us through every step of the process. And of course I'm watching because I'm obsessed with her family and I love how her brain works. And, but like halfway through, she posted like a poll on Insta stories that was like, okay, now I'm panicking about showing you every step about this. Like it's really boring and you don't want to hear about it. So she like had people vote like, yes, show me every detail or no, like shut up about it. And so I voted and like 97% of people were like, show us every detail. So like even big name bloggers who get paid to do stuff like that, have the fear of like, am I talking too much about this thing? Am I giving you too much behind the scenes? But I think it's really interesting when you, when you do start to cultivate, you know, a community of people who love you, like, sure. Some of the times they're going to click through things. I do that with Julia, like from time to time, right. With people I love, but sometimes it's just like, I really want to know what's going on right now. And so they are going to watch, it's not going to be right for everyone all the time. That's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with continuing to change and how you utilize this. Like you get to decide if I think for that specific instance, she's like sharing more of her process. So she doesn't Mm -hmm. even have the end result to give you a sneak peek of, but her version of a sneak peek is walking you through her journey. I think people do this fantastically or not at all (laughs) when they're writing a book. Like some people will like walk you through all of it. These are the things I'm thinking about. These are the topics I'm going to cover. This is like the process for the book cover design. This is, and then other people you're like, you've been writing a book. Yeah. (laughs) And so like, remind me, I need to share some of stories behind the scenes of the book that I'm writing. (laughs) Exactly. So like, (laughs) I think sometimes we get so sucked into actually doing the stuff to prepare for Mm -hmm. the end thing that we forget that the process is almost as important, if not more important to share because if people are really invested, then when you get to the final thing, they're going to be there for it. Yeah. You know, for sure. 
So I have one more business takeaway from The Bachelorette. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. You got to use your hype squad. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it's interesting that this kind of series or show over the years reuses their people all of the time. All of the time. You see... Because like, isn't it like one person doesn't get picked but was like a favorite from that season is then the like bachelor or bachelorette for the next season yeah. and then someone from that group. Yeah. So they're continually reusing the same character. I mean, they're not characters. They're actual human beings. But well, the, in a way, they're utilizing them to like continue to carry you through. Or sometimes they bring them back as guests on the show to like – have something to say or talk about love or talk about marriage or children or whatever. But they also use them as a massive network to Mm -hmm. market their show for free. Uh Uh-huh. Because at this point, I don't even know how many people have been on the show. Oh, so many. A lot have been on the show. But because of the nature of how the show works, at least in recent years, Anyone who remained on the show and got to like the final five, six people, they have hundreds of thousands of followers. That's insane. Like I was hearing, you know, as of a couple of days ago, Tyler, who's on this show this season and one of the favorites to win, has over 800,000 followers. I guarantee you. He did not have no. 800,000 followers before he was, he was on the show. He was a nobody from Indiana. He's from Florida. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say <laughs> <laughs> But those people now have influence, right? Mm-hmm. And so your people that are going through your business, whether they're clients or students or even just people that love and support you, They have the ability to impact your success way more than you give them credit for. Way more than you give them. Ask them for help. Ask them, fools. There's this hilarious clip I heard. I can't remember if it was on a podcast. It might have been on a podcast. Someone was talking about being back on the show. They were invited back on the show. And Ben's like, yeah, I've gone back a million times, da, 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 da. And she was like, yeah, they, she mentioned something about being paid to come back. And he's like, I've never been paid to come back. And (laughs) then had this like massive moment of like, wait, should I have been paid to come back? And I think think that's just yet another example that there's plenty of people out there that are willing to support you for literally zero dollars. Because they're getting, I don't want to call it backwash. Uh, that's <laughs> not what's happening. They are, are also being backwashed. <laughs> They're getting, okay, better. A better analogy, better analogy. No, backwash is it. They're getting good, good backwash. The kind that your toddler leaves in your cup where there's soggy crumbs at the bottom. They're getting all that. No, no, <laughs> no. You I was going to anyway. say rising tides raises all boats and that's more of what i meant to say <laughs> guys backwash raises all hydration levels i'm just saying that the people who are helping you 
they are also benefiting from helping you, even yeah. if you're not paying them. Yeah. And so I don't know why we don't do more of that. <laughs> and I don't know why we don't look to more things outside of our industry for business advice. Yeah, this is one of my favorite things of just like looking, like I love analyzing other people's like commercials or marketing campaigns. So in Kansas City, we've recently gotten one of those, is it Carvana? Like yes. car vending machine, it's basically. It's a car vending machine. It's so yeah. crazy. And we pass it every time we go up to see my parents or go downtown. And every time I see it, I bring it up because it's kind of silly, right? It's a clear vending machine that's a couple stories high and there are cars in it and you can shop online for a car and then you can have, you can have a choice to either have the car delivered to you or you can go to this vending machine and you put in this like giant coin and it finds your car and it brings it down to this vending machine and you drive away. You can also, if you're selling your car, drive it to the vending machine and load it into the vending machine and it will pick up your car for you. And so every time I like pull up their website, I learn about the company because I just want to pick apart like what was their intention with choosing this as a marketing strategy? What purpose does it serve? What type of clients are they looking for? What type of cars are they selling? Like what does this do for them? And I just love like where was their brain when someone was like, I got it. A clear four-story car vending machine. And then they did it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all about disrupting an industry that hasn't changed, you know? And so like, if you're thinking about what's going on in your industry, like how could you disrupt the norm? How could you do things different? How could you take from another industry? Like for instance, if we're talking about vending machines, (laughs) they've blown up in a lot of areas. Like it's not just food anymore. You can't just go get a Coke and Cheez-Its out of a vending machine. You can Mm. get, you can get a freaking, well, for, I was going to say an iPod, but do those even exist anymore? I don't know. (laughs) You get an iPod shuffle. (laughs) Uh, You used to be able to get an iPod out of a vending machine, but now they have like those Best Buy vending machines in the airport. So you would get headphones and like all the electronics. Mm-hmm. So cupcakes, coffee, you can get everything. You this get- reminds me of the talk that we set in at Social Media Marketing World when we were in that, I think it was our first talk that we set in with that guy from Disney mm-hmm. or it's Innovate Like Disney. And one of the exercises that they do with their you know team leaders and their their people within their company is something like this, where you think about an industry that you want to disrupt, or you think about an industry that's doing something really, really well. And you like write it down and you like do the spigots around the wheel about like, what about that do they do really well? And then of those things you say, okay, how can I serve that same purpose, but in a different way? Or how can we, you know, sell cars, but pull from the vending machine industry or whatever, right? That instant gratification that vending machines give you should we combine those? And I'm sure they, they did something like that and pulled from a lot of different ideas, but you pull from industries that aren't what you're in right now, like vending machines or reality TV shows or whatever, right? And you pull from that and understand, okay, what are they doing really well? And how can I use some of those same tactics? Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope I come up with more crazy shit like this. Next season on the Strategy Hour podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And I hope you're tuning in to the finale coming soon. So just saying. You should DM Abigail on Instagram. What are your business takeaways from the (laughs) Bachelorette season finale coming soon? Please let me know.
Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.